0: Welcome to our mini-series, Consider Him. This week, I'm going to be talking about Jesus, the author of our faith. Now, faith is uh, an incredible subject to even think about talking about because um, it's something that you can't see until it produces a result. Faith without works is dead. But before we go there, let's have a look at what the BBC Dictionary says. It defines faith Uh, As being, if you have faith in somebody or something, you feel confident about their ability or goodness. Faith is a belief in the trustworthiness of an idea or a person. The meaning of the word faith is usually reserved for concepts of religion, where it refers to a trusting belief in a reality of a supreme being, and his role in the order of transcendent spiritual things. As I said before, faith is a spiritual gift. Someone once said, as human beings there is something deep within us that longs to operate by faith. It is our highest calling. What a statement that is. Some of you may remember there was a very famous rock group in the late 1960s, that took the name blind faith. And even though they may not have counted themselves Christians, they had tapped into a very profound fact. I don't know uh, the reason that they chose their name. I've not had the opportunity to talk to them about it or read anything about why, but it could have been any number of things. You see, most people have faith in something, even a simple something as in, I'm in faith that the chair that I'm sitting in will continue to hold me up. My wife says she has faith that her washing machine will continue to function. A faith that is born out of previous experience that both chair and washing machine have both functioned well in the past. So we don't even think about it. Some people can have faith in a football team while others have faith in their ideas or even a philosophy. Well this is all very well and good, until the chair collapses under me, her washing machine breaks down, my team loses the game, and all my ideas prove to be totally unsatisfactory. At that moment, our faith in these things proves to be obviously misguided. But the results can be seen. This is not biblical faith. Christians are called to have faith in something they cannot see. Biblical faith, as described in Hebrews 11 verse 1, tells us faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. And 2 Corinthians verse 5 tells us we walk by faith faith and not by sight. This is something quite different. It transcends the normal. It's spiritual, and it is also a gift. A gift is something that one receives without paying for it. Otherwise, it would not be a gift. How can a person have faith in something they cannot see? Well, the basic answer for us as Christians, is that our faith is rooted in a person and not a thing, and not just good ideas or a philosophy. That person is described in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2, which tells us, Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross and sat down at the right hand of God the father Romans chapter 4 verse 5 says if one has faith in Christ one is counted as righteous in God's sight so we can see how important faith is and to understand faith I'd like to talk a little bit about a very, very great prophet and teacher of the sixteenth century called Martin Luther, dissatisfied by some of the teaching that was around at that point, he discovered, after an extensive study of the Bible, that it tells us the just shall live by faith. This is in Habakkuk chapter two, verse four. And reading it and believing it, he dedicated the rest of his life to upholding that truth. And he suffered for it too. He was excommunicated from the Roman Catholic Church for his beliefs, but it brought the church out of the Dark Ages when priests were selling indulgences, mainly to get money for the rebuilding of St. Peter's Basilica in Rome. In 1516 and 17, Johann Tetzel, a Dominican friar and a papal commissioner for indulgences, was sent to Germany by the Roman Catholic Church to sell indulgences, to raise money, to rebuild St. Peter's Basilica in Rome. What's an indulgence? Well, Roman Catholic theology at the time stated that faith alone cannot justify man, and that only such faith as is active in charity and good works justify a man. He further stated that these good works could be obtained by donating money to the church. Luther violently objected to a saying attributed to Johann Tetzel that as soon as the coin in the coffer rings, the soul from purgatory springs. Insisting that since forgiveness was God's alone to grant, those who claimed that indulgences absolved buyers from all punishments and granted them salvation were in error. Christians, he said, must not slacken in following Christ on account of such false assurances. Hebrews 2, verse 4 tells us the just shall live by faith. Justification is a word we hear occasionally in church circles, and I was surprised to see that the BBC Dictionary does not give a very satisfactory definition of the word. What it means, actually, in spiritual terms, is if a person is justified, it is just as if they never sinned in God's eyes. Many people have said to me, I have not the faith to become a Christian. They're quite right. Presumably if they had the faith, they would be. But the gift of faith comes by hearing the word of God. Jesus was fond of saying, you listen, but you do not hear what is being said. So how can we have faith in something we cannot see? How do we get it? Three sources. Number one the word. Romans chapter 10 verse 17 says faith comes by hearing the message and the message is heard through the word of Christ. Matthew 28 says I will be with you always. John 10 verse 28 says I give you the gift of eternal life and Romans six twenty three, that very famous verse says for the wages of sin is death But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. How do we know that we're believing the Word? I was asked very early on by the person that led me to the Lord, do you believe that Christ was the Son of God? I said, yes. And he said to me, what difference does it make to your life? And at that time, not being a Christian, I had to say, well, it doesn't really. And he said, well, you don't really believe it. You see, because faith is a doing word. It's something that you have to follow. Once you believe, it changes your mind. And so when you hear the word of God and you choose to believe it, it does change the way you live. Secondly, the work of Jesus. In John ten thirty-seven and 38, Jesus said in answer to his accusers, If I do not do the works of my Father, do not believe me. But if I do, though you do not believe me, at least believe the works that you may know and believe that the Father is in me and I in him. Jesus is saying, believe the healings, believe the miracles, believe that people were raised from the dead and believe the ultimate miracle, Jesus died on the cross and was raised to life in three days. John chapter 3 verse 16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. In other words, God loves us and died to prove it. 1 John chapter 3 verse 8 tells us, For this purpose the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Number three, the witness of the Spirit. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 15 says, But the Holy Spirit also witnesses to us. When we receive the gift of faith, the result is that you know in your knower, your your spirit. You can now believe and see, whereas it was very difficult before, impossible. The apostles asked Jesus for more faith. Lord, increase our faith, they said, Luke seventeen five and 6. And Jesus told them that they only needed a very small amount to see the miracles and to see the kingdom. Faith as a mustard seed, he said, which is the smallest of all seeds. And he told them that our faith overcomes the world. As in 1 John chapter 5, verse 4. So dare we ask for more? Does God want to give us more? Hebrews chapter 10 verse 22 says, Let us draw near to God with sincere hearts in full assurance of faith. Join me next week when we will continue our series, Consider Him. In the meantime, God bless you and be kind to each other.